in the footsteps of Jesus from down under. This is Nick Kurita, your host. Welcome to the program. I'm very happy to be with you again today and please stay with us. I've got a special guest and I would like to introduce Sandy to you. Hi Sandy, how are you? Hello Nick, I'm well, thank you. Sandy, we are so happy to have you with us on this program. As you travel around and you find yourself in Adelaide with your family at this point in time, um, a pleasure for me to meet you and to be able to invite you to come to our program to share with our listeners a bit of your story, your walk with Jesus. But before we get into your story, would you be happy just to share uh, in a couple of words a bit of your background? Sure. Um, I was raised in a Seventh-day Adventist family and uh, I was actually adopted into that family and I'm very grateful for that because um, in God's providence I've been able to meet my my birth mother in later years and that's been a, a real blessing but I, I see that I, I wouldn't have had a firm grounding in um, in the Bible and in truth that I from a very young age very much craved for if I hadn't been adopted into the family I was adopted into so I'm very grateful for that and um, believe that like with everybody God has been drawing each one of us to himself through all our lives I just see very clearly uh, how he's done that in my life I'm so grateful that's very good and uh, yeah as I said not to waste too much uh, time on the introduction I would like to hear your story I would like to know how did you get to know God personally and what that means for you okay well um yeah like I mentioned I, I I grew up as a Christian I really embraced that I loved the idea of being a Christian but something seemed missing to me I, I used to see other young people or occasionally you you meet a, a somebody who's clearly a Christian they just exude peace and joy and they can speak about God as their friend and that that really um, I really was drawn to people like that and thought how I would love that. But I was clueless about um, how they actually had that connection with Christ and why they had such peace and joy. So I muddled through life searching for God and and having occasions where I, I did come close, but I was always more interested, I guess, in self, mm-hmm. in what what I enjoyed in vanity and worldly music and things like that. And and as I've come to the Lord I, and looking back, I see that those things actually kept me from a close relationship with Christ and seeing myself as I really am. And um, so I, I got married to my dear husband, Cain, and we, had, we started having children, which was very exciting to me. I loved being a mummy. And um, I realized that um, I had an anger problem. Oh boy. And my husband and I would struggle with resolving conflict. And there was a lot of um, trials, it seemed, in my life. Um, and during that time, my, my mom also got cancer and died. And that was very traumatic for me too. And I, I, just, I just longed for that peace and joy that I, I saw in some people who I knew had trials as well, but seemed completely unruffled by it. Um, and um, I, so I started trying to implement what, in my family, the things that I'd grown up with, like morning and evening worship. And um, I was blessed by um, some dear people who gave me information on how to raise my children in a way that would honor God and that they would be able to find Christ themselves. I tried to implement those things. I tried and I tried. And uh, it wasn't until um, only about 10 years ago 
well, that's a long time, I guess, now, but it seems so recent to me because it feels like I lived most of my life without the Lord. Um, I'm still living in the joy of that. I was at church. I was a regular churchgoer. I held office in different things. I wanted to work for the Lord. It's still just I didn't have a connection with Christ. So I was at church one day, and somebody brought a in a DVD. It was from 3ABN, I believe, uh, where there, there was... Um, Pastor Ivor Myers was promoting Operation Global Rain, and he was speaking as though Jesus was coming soon. And I kind of lost sight of that, caught up in my pleasing self and watching movies and caught up in television. And, and But I realized this is the burning desire that was in my heart as a little child. I, I was looking forward to Jesus' return, and I thought, oh, people still believe this. Jesus is coming back soon. And it just flipped me on my head that day so I got really caught up in this Operation Global Rain and had groups come to our home pray and it went for I think 10 days or so every day going to someone's house and, and praying I, I had uh, I offered my home as a place for that and I um I was so touched by all that and I read lots of information during that time I, I hadn't been reading my Bible I hadn't been reading Spirit of Prophecy I really was just my heart was so burning within me to know more and be ready for Christ's return. And that the idea was that you're praying for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I embraced that with everything and prayed that the Holy Spirit would be poured out in my life. And God heard my prayer. Amen. <laughs> he did. And um, before those 10 days of prayer was a time when we were supposed to be fasting, fasting from the media, fasting from things that harm us, that kind of stuff, and just concentrating on spiritual things. Wow, my little children, who were I think probably I had a, I had a one year old and a, a three year old and a I think a seven and a nine year old. Um, we, I said to them, "We've got to stop watching the television. We're going to take a break." And I didn't know that we'd never want to watch it again after we took this break. But it only took a week or two for my children to start saying to me, "Mummy, that stuff we're watching is silly. It it's not teaching us about God. It's not drawing us to him." And that was what we all felt. I was so relieved and and grateful that my children actually embraced that with me and came along with me. And uh, within within that that 40 days of of fasting and and praying and the 10 days, we were all changed. I realized that I'd been addicted to um, vanity. I spent so much time thinking about what I would wear, how cute I would look, how much makeup I was going to put on, and just eating for pleasure instead of eating for health and strength, and um, sort of just putting my kids in front of the television to entertain them instead of teaching them and loving on them myself. And God just poured all these things gently and lovingly. He showed me where I could come close to Him and what was keeping me from that. And it changed my life. It, it totally turned me around. And um, I've, I'm not there. I'm still, I'm still um, growing um, by God's grace. There's so many things that are entrenched in our, in our mind from what, the way we're brought up and our personality and and the deception uh, that Satan brings to us. So that you know we're all growing through life and trying to um, see more and more of the beauty of God and His Son and and what He wants to turn our life into to reflect Him better. So I'm still on that journey, but. I'll never be the same again. Uh, the things that attracted me back then, like television, I, I, I just was always watching television. I have an abhorrence for that now. I don't even want to walk into a room where there's a television on. Um, yeah, and some miraculous things happened there too for God to actually break that addiction for me, which is a whole other story. Um, 
but yeah. And do you do you think at that stage when uh, you had that experience, you know, you heard something, uh, somebody used to say so by God in that period of time to connect with you, and you mentioned a name, who was that? Ivor Ivor Meyer. For God to reach on you on that stage where you are, it's amazing if we can have ears to hear what uh, the Lord is wanting from us, you know, and to hear his voice. You are now uh, a passionate uh, follower of Christ. And uh, after a long period of time from childhood, wanting to follow Jesus, but now you encounter Jesus, you encounter God, and you could see the change, the difference in your life. Mm. Did that make you a better person, not only like in your family, but in all around, you know, uh, across in connection with your neighbors, with your uh, friends or, uh, you know, people which you come across? Did did that make you a better person? Can you see that difference already? Or? I can. I hesitate to use the words better person, but my desires changed. You know what? I, w- I was too preoccupied with myself to notice other people. But after I saw the love of Jesus for me, me, that he would reach down and and convict me of all these things and show me that he was noticing my life and wanted me to reflect his love, it made me see everybody else differently. Mm. Just everybody else differently. I I must say, I, you know, the, the marriage problems that I was experiencing, I realized, you know what, that was me. That, you know, it's not my husband's fault necessarily, but what can I do to love him better and be selflessly just trying to love him and show him how much I care about him instead of, well, why aren't I getting what I need? Um, it changed It changed that. Now that's, you know, a whole mm. other story. Um, it changed the way I saw my children. It changed the way I saw my neighbors and strangers. I, I would sometimes during that time period go grocery shopping and in the supermarket be in tears looking at all these people and thinking, you don't know the Lord. Um, yeah, it gives you that deep love for souls and um, sometimes that's overwhelming when you first come to that and you realize there's a world out there of people who probably were like I look like a religious person I look like I didn't need any help in that area and and there's probably you know all those people and the people who are unchurched and know nothing of of Christ as well yeah it just broke my heart really Mm, Mm. that's wonderful we're probably now uh going to take a short break and I know that you you like us to play a song you love that song what so, sort of song you choose for us today oh I love this song how deep the father's love for us it really s- has always spoken to my soul and even before I was converted um, during that time it would make me tear up because and, es- and especially afterwards that line that says ashamed I hear my mocking voice call out among the scoffers um, when Christ was hanging on the cross, and yeah, it would just always make me cry. God, that's so that's wonderful. Uh, yeah, beautiful song. Uh, yes, we are going to take a short break. Please stay with us. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back uh, in a minute. This is in the footsteps of Jesus from down under. Treasure, how great the pain I. 
chosen one, bring many sons to glory. Welcome back. This is in the footsteps of Jesus. That was a wonderful song chosen by Sandy. How deep the um, Father's love for us. Sandy, um, we learn from your experience that how did you come to know God more and you experience a conversion in your life. Would you be able just to share with us a bit more uh, what happened during that time? I would love to. Um, during that time, one of my strongest memories uh, is... I was reading an article by, actually by an Adventist writer called Dennis Smith, and he happened to quote Mrs. White as saying, I forget exactly how it goes, I'll paraphrase a little, something like, we need a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit every day. And she said that we should ask for a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit every day. And I, that bothered me a little. I wasn't sure what that would mean if I asked for that. And... Um, yeah, just, I just wasn't sure, but I was so convicted that, that that's what God wanted for me that one night after agonizing over it, I knelt down and I, I prayed, Father, I want a fresh baptism of your Holy Spirit. And I went to bed and I forgot about my prayer. And when I got up in the morning, oh, the most amazing thing happened. Now, like, like I mentioned before, I, I had a bit of short temper and anger issues and I would sometimes snap at my children when I could easily have spoken to them 
lovingly or you know I didn't have to get upset and I, I must have done something like that and straight away I heard a voice in my head or it was a very strong impression did you need to speak to them just like that wasn't that a little harsh and then later in the day something I said to my husband I got the same flash in my mind is is that really how you want to speak to him is that is that going to produce harmony in your home and it was so convicting it was it wasn't condemning and this is what I've since realized this is how God speaks to us he doesn't destroy us and condemn us he didn't come to condemn us but he wants to help us and he can't help us unless we realize what our problem is and so he so lovingly pointed out you know things that I could change in my home because I'd been praying Lord please show us the sin in in this home help us to bring it to you and bring it to the light and and destroy those things that are that are not good for our family and don't honor you so here he was faithfully answering me and that had such a powerful impact on me that God through his spirit wanted to change me he'd obviously been waiting there hoping I would ask and as soon as I did that's what he commenced doing and so you know that's a prayer I try to remember every day please baptize me afresh with your Holy Spirit mm. um, so I can have spiritual thinking and mm. God's wisdom that's uh, that's wonderful because uh, sometimes we may have that impression that oh yeah look I had an experience with God that's okay now I I know God and forget to to renew that uh, kind of relationship every day you know mm -hmm. and uh, you can find yourself just uh, walking backwards maybe not don't even realizing that yeah. but yeah I like what how you put it you know to pray to God that God will uh, empower us will bless us Amen. and to be baptized with the Holy Spirit now Cindy after all these uh, experiences, I'm pretty sure you mentioned a bit earlier that you have a passion for uh, for the people around because even w you you said that even walking you know through a shopping center or uh, you know going out and see people uh, who may not be interested in following God uh, that hurts you you know because you want you have that love for your neighbor, mm -hmm. the love which God show you. Amen. Yeah. What would you? like to say and to encourage our listeners to have an authentic real experience with God what would you say to them to well what I've learned is that the Christian life yeah it's not a it's yeah it may begin it needs to begin with a realization of the sin in our lives and repenting of that and experiencing the joy of God's forgiveness but that's an everyday thing it's not something that happened in our past and and now we're good to go where we need to be connected with Christ every moment of every day we are in a battle zone we're on an on, in a world where sin prevails where Satan wants every one of us to miss out on the gift that God's already prepared for us of eternal life and if we don't cling on to that and follow hard after Christ every day we will lose our crown not because he doesn't want to give it to us he has one prepared for us but he can't force us God is so loving he gives us freedom of choice but the only way to be safe in that and receive our crown is to stick by him every day and um, during the day you know Satan will try and tempt us even harder when we we've, we've said we're a follower of Christ where it's like we've put up our army banner our, our, our battle banner and we've said we're under the bloodstained banner of Prince Emmanuel and that means 
that Satan's army is coming against us. So it's it's not it doesn't make your life easy now. I mean, in so many ways, my life is easier now because I don't get distressed about the things I was distressed about before. I have a lot more peace. Um, it's a lot more peaceful to love your husband than to be looking for things that upset you about your husband. Um, it's a lot more peaceful to know that you're loved by the God of the universe and what they've done for you and accept that. Um, but, but the temptations don't stop. The battle doesn't end until our life is ended or Christ returns. And saying that, um, I know that you mentioned that you're happy with your children, uh, that they, um, you know, you're able to guide them, you know, into this direction, you know, to learn uh, from your own experience with God, but also mm-hmm. to to help them to have their own relationship with God. Now, I know that um, I come across to know um, a couple of your children, and uh, I may um, have a story uh, from one of your daughters uh, in the next uh, program. Um, But uh, would you like to tell us a little bit about uh, in what your children are involved? Well, my, my older two girls are now young adults, and... Um, they really did embrace that wonderful experience we went through together and they began their own personal devotional time every day and they really have grown in the Lord it so makes my heart so happy and joyful and they're both committed Christians and they want to live a life of service so um, one of them has been uh, helping a ministry and very involved in blessing in different ways there and she's also studying um, how to help in health ministry and my other daughter has been studying uh, Christian counseling and uh, yeah their lives are very much about how they can build up God's kingdom and serve God's kingdom so that's very joyful for me. (laughs) That's great and as I said we may um, in the next program we may find out a bit more about uh, uh, one of your daughters at least because uh, I really want to do a program with her. Sandy, our time is coming uh, slowly to a close and uh, I'm so happy that you could make a bit of time to come and uh, share with our listeners your walk with Jesus, walking in the footsteps of Jesus. That's the most important thing which a human being can do. We can um, study great things for this in this world. We can achieve great things. We can... Um, be happy in, in, you know, having materialistic things and so on. But if we don't have God, if we don't have an experience with Jesus Christ, everything is just vanity, as you mentioned during the program. And I'm so pleased and happy to find people like you in this day we live in. We live in a very special time just before the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the preoccupation of many people it's in something else. Very good to hear from your story and uh, encouraging words to our listeners that each one of us, we may have a closer relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ if we ask Him, if we honestly pray to Him for Himself to reveal to us. Amen. Yes. That's great. I wish you God's blessings as you travel around, uh, whatever you will be. Use this amazing tool of your own personal story to reach out to people. Beautiful. Thanks, Nick.
same again. I can never return. I've closed the door. I will the path. I run the race, and I will never be the same again. I'll never be the same again. See you.